capturing images of people across China, exploring its ever-changing lifestyles and feeling the heartbeat of its villages, towns and cities. This is Selfie. This is Selfie. Giving you real-life stories in China. 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 It's a huge treasure house of species. The forest in Wuxi County in Chongqing Municipality in southwest China has an area of 4.96 million mu, or 330,000 hectares. The forest is also home to the highest peak in the municipality, but it also is a place that sees rampant criminal activities like destroying forests and wildlife resources. Hello and welcome to Selfie, the show that gets to the heart of Chinese society, life, and the economy. I'm Tony Reed. In this edition of Selfie, China Plus's Wang Lei takes us to the forests of Wuxi County to meet the forest rangers there. Feng Jun is deputy chief of the Forest Police Bureau in the county. He's in charge of investigation for criminal cases. In his 32 years work as a policeman, he has solved numerous cases involving poaching and the illegal felling of trees. Today, we hear the story of a day in the life of Feng Jun and his colleagues. Wang Lei reports. If we say the pines choose to be steadfast, the mountains majestic, the forests colorful, the sunset glows gorgeous, then for us who contend with numerous hardships on high mountain ridges, our best choice is to live our lives as forest rangers. The land of our county makes up an area of 4,050 square kilometers, and the forest area amounts to 4.69 million mu, trees covered in total 68% by the end of 2017. The lowest attitude in the forest is 130 meters, the highest 2,769 meters, which is the highest peak in Chongqing. Because of this great difference in elevation, the forest has rich resources, like a gene treasure house. The county boasts 37 rare and precious species, among which six species are first-class nationally protected species, while 31 are second-class protected species under state protection. Feng Jun is deputy chief of the Forest Police Bureau of Wuxi County. He's in charge of investigation for criminal cases. In his 32 years' work as a policeman, he has never left the forest of his hometown, busily working to crack down on poaching and illegal timber felling. The main duty of we forest rangers is to safeguard stability and social order in the forest and crack down on all unlawful activities that cause damage to the forest and wildlife. I can tell you about almost every case I've handled in the past 30 years. Feng Jun is not boasting. The 54-year-old veteran forest ranger has his own trick of remembering. In his document cabinet, he keeps a thick stack of notebooks, the work diaries of all those years. It's Feng Jun's habit that once he and his colleagues solve a case, he writes down in detail in his notebook how the case was handled. 
这个就是一九九九年在我们先。This is the record of a major case of illegal tree felling in 1999 in the Baiguo Forest Farm. More than 370 cubic meters of state-owned woods were illegally felled, affecting an area of some 320 mu. The case aroused great attention from the media, and in January 2018. We handled a major case in Chongqing about the illegal purchasing, selling, and hunting of black bears, a national rare wild animal, and also the nationally protected musk deer. In that case, we tracked down the corpses of five black bears and took strong measures against all 15 people involved. Feng Jun says one of the forest rangers' major tasks is to stamp out poaching. In recent years. People living in frigid alpine areas have migrated to settlements with friendlier environments, while wild animals are also enjoying better living environments with their expanding habitat. But it has also resulted in more fights for territory and food between humans and animals. In the past several years, cases concerning wildlife accounted for one third of all cases handled by the forest police. But in the past two years, the incidence has decreased thanks to severe punishment on poaching and much more publicity about wildlife protection law. At the same time, we have managed to effectively contain the more serious criminal cases. Feng Jun and his colleagues drove to a site known for poaching. They confirmed with the investigators on watch that the suspects had already entered the site and were probably planning to carry out their activities that night. If we didn't catch them this time, they might not try again in this area, and that would make it difficult to catch them. You are listening to Selfie, produced by China Plus. Seven days before, while conducting regular patrols, two forest rangers came across some hunting gear laid out by the poachers in the depths of the mountains. Here is Zhao Xiaosong with the law enforcement squad of the management committee of the Hongchiba National Forest Park in Wuxi County. We walked from the up top down here and discovered the remains of trees that had been felled. We checked carefully and noticed some thin electric wire. As soon as we saw that, we immediately backed off two meters away from the wire. What the two forest rangers had discovered was the inverter. Commonly known by the locals as an apparatus for hunting wild boars, the inverter can turn the direct low-voltage current kept in a storage battery in an alternating current. Those with a lot of power can instantly produce tens of thousands of volts of high current, which, if touched by anything living, will render them immobile immediately. That's why the inverter is often set up in places rarely visited by humans, but often by wild animals. Which makes them ideal places for hunting. The bear wire discovered by the two rangers had been put up at the side of a track formed by mountain streams. 
It was 50 to 60 centimeters above ground and disappeared into the dense forest, barely noticeable. The two forest rangers immediately began to walk along the route walked by the poachers. They found the wire was three kilometers long. Here's Zhang Jiayuan, the other forest ranger. We didn't find anyone suspicious, but we did find the tent they used for hunting in the mountain and where they stayed. Although they didn't find the poachers, the forest rangers did find traces of hunting as well as hides taken from the animals. It was obviously a poaching scene. The poachers could have been nearby or just left after catching their prey. The forest rangers immediately reported the findings to their superiors and took photos as evidence. Once they received the news, Feng Jun and his colleagues drove some 50 kilometers to the Western Police Station of the Forest Public Security Bureau of Wuxi County to hear the case reports and make arrangements for the next step. Here's Li Dong, a policeman at the local police station, giving details on the investigators' findings. This is a picture taken from the hunting scene by the investigators on watch. Traces of life could be found, such as beer cans and firewood ash. The suspects seem to have slept there for three or four days after moving all their prey away. Only a few montjac and pheasant hides were left. When we go and apprehend hunters, we have to be really careful not to touch the wire as we can't be certain if safe. Feng Jun said that the hide fragments found could only have been caused by men, and the site was a typical illegal poaching scene. Hunting like this is extremely dangerous to all wildlife that passes by. If they touch the wire, the animals, big or small, are killed on the spot. Nothing could survive. And if humans or livestock pass by, the same thing would happen. The poachers might have more than one set of hunting equipment. If they are not caught as soon as possible, even if the police removed the installation from this site, the poachers might carry on elsewhere, threatening wildlife, humans and livestock. But it was no easy task to find them in the woods, Feng Jun explains. The site is in an out-of-the-way place, rarely visited by people. It takes two to three hours to walk there, and there is not much human activity there, so you are unlikely to find any witnesses. Also, the poachers might not dare commit crimes near their own home. If we don't catch the men with their spoils, it might ruin the evidence. This would be detrimental to the investigation. When they saw the articles left at the site, the decay of the animal hides, and the state of the poaching equipment, the policemen assumed there was ongoing poaching here. The suspects might have left temporarily, but would be back. This meant opportunities for the police. There is nowhere to charge batteries on the mountain. Storage batteries can basically last one day, and once the power runs out, the poachers would have to go downhill to recharge. So every time he goes into the mountains, he has to carry a storage battery. 
This is totally different from ordinary people who carry different things. Given this, we arranged investigators to wait at the main entrance to the mountains. And the policemen would also look at places where shacks or inverters could be set up. They are required to inform us once they make a discovery so we can make arrests. But for quite a few days, not a single soul was found. Did that mean the suspects had already given up this hunting site? The policemen in charge began to feel uneasy. The poaching site is in a remote area. The forest police had limited numbers. The forest rangers have a vast area to manage with complex tasks to do. This all made it very difficult for the policemen to keep watch for a long time. So what should they do next? Feng Jun thought hard. His 30 years' experience of dealing with the poachers helped him to make up his mind. Sometimes the poachers go into the mountains to hunt, and then again 10 days or half a month later. Of course, they might also desert the site. But according to the season and the fact that the site wasn't deserted, we were happy to keep watching. Patient watching pays off in the end. Six days after the surveillance, the investigators finally saw the suspects. Here's Li Dong at the Western Police Station. They came again. They're not sure about their numbers and could only see one person near the shack. Later, we found there were two. We didn't know whether they carried the firelock or air rifles. The investigators quickly reported their findings. After receiving the news at nightfall, Feng Jun called the policemen together to discuss the case, and they decided to go and catch the poachers. You're listening to Selfie. I'm Tony Reid. We'll continue our show after this short break. When we return, we'll hear more about the long day of the forest rangers in Wuxi County. Don't go away. You are listening to Selfie, produced by China Plus. In the depths of mountains and endless stretches of forest, what kind of death traps are hidden? Hunting in such a way is extremely dangerous to all wildlife that passes by in the region. As soon as they touch the wire, the animals, whatever size, are killed on the spot. The police rangers keep watch around the clock, always wondering what kind of secret battle will be fought in the stillness of the early morning. A silent contest goes on in the depths of the dense forest. You are listening to A Long Day for the Forest Ranger on China Plus. Welcome back. You're listening to Selfie, a show that gets to the heart of Chinese society, life, and the economy. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Here's Wang Lei with more of the Forest Ranger story in Wuxi County. In the still of night, the noisy buzz of the daytime fell silent. But the office of the Western Police Station was filled with the tense air of the eve of battle. The investigators had confirmed that the poachers were at the site that night. Given the difficulties of walking such a long way on wet, slippery roads in the dark, 
there were risks of electric shocks if the investigators mistakenly entered hunting circles set up by the poachers. For the sake of safety, the police decided to set out early the next day to catch the poachers when they turned off the power supply, got ready for their prey, and were most relaxed. Here's Feng Jun, deputy chief of the Forest Police Bureau of Wuxi County. 当天晚上, After we decided on the plan, all the policemen involved took a rest in the office. We set out early the next day. Only if we got the timing right could we make an effective arrest. If we missed them this time, they might abandon the site, making it even more difficult for the investigation. At 7 o'clock, the vehicles pulled over at an intersection. There were two hours walk ahead, with the rest of the journey all rugged mountain roads. Having more than 30 years' experiences of crossing mountains and rivers, Feng Jun, in his 50s, walked as fast as a young policeman. The job of being a forest policeman is very hard. But when we walk in the mountains and see every stretch of forest, we feel exceptionally happy and at home. Seeing trees grow with our protection, we feel as close to them as if they are our own relatives. It is a norm for forest rangers to walk arduous journeys and sleep in the wilderness. Sometimes even their lives are at stake when they confront dangerous poachers with weapons. Here's Zhou Bin, chief of the Western Police Station. My colleague and I once met a poacher carrying firelock in the evening. We grappled with him. The three of us wrestled together for more than 10 minutes. The man was quite strong and ran away. We fired a warning shot and he didn't dare run any further, so we arrested him. It might well be their love for the forest and their persistence in their work as forest rangers that has earned the Wuxi Forest Public Security Bureau team, with merely 15 members, the nickname of the Iron Army. Feng Jun was awarded the honorary title of National Outstanding Policeman in May 2017. It was about half past nine. The policemen were already close to the poaching area, the investigators had already marked the position of the electric wire, which was at a road junction. To stop the poachers running away, Feng Jun deployed the police and arranged for the roads to be closed. Then the policemen slowly drew close to the poacher's shack. As expected, two men slept soundly in the shack. When the policemen arrived, they had no choice but to give themselves up. The policemen found a goat pheasant, which was electrocuted several hours ago, and there were also some rotten animal hides. The police seized the poacher's hunting equipment and started to question them. Here's Feng Jun. According to what he said, several days ago he caught some other wildlife, as well as the hides which had been stored in his house. So we'd take him to his home to get the other hides. The two men live 40 kilometers away from Wuxi County. A month ago, they began coming here to poach. They caught animals using electrocution 
and sold what they caught. It took the policeman three hours to drive and walk in the rain to the poacher's home. The rugged mountain roads were wet and slippery. They arrived at two o'clock in the afternoon. When they opened the freezer, the policemen were astonished at what they saw, as well as manjacks. There were cervals and golden pheasants. If the species were confirmed, the case would not be regular poaching, but illegal hunting and killing of rare endangered wildlife. Both cervals and golden pheasants are second-class national protected species, as hunting them could bring a jail sentence of five to ten years under the wildlife protection law. Feng Jun explains. 对野生动物进行非法捕猎以后 ，illegally hunting wildlife could not only harm people in the area, but also result in an ecological imbalance in the region, which might have a detrimental impact on the living conditions of our future generations. At four o'clock in the afternoon, the policemen handling the case concluded their search of the suspect's house and began the return trip. Although the case has been solved and the poachers caught, Feng Jun doesn't feel relieved at all. The case could be said to have solved, but I don't feel happy. After all, wild animals have been harmed. No deal, no kill. The farmers in our region still have relatively low incomes. Some of them choose to risk danger in desperation to seek illegal profits. If we don't find a way of increasing the farmers' incomes, these cases won't be the last ones, and more wild animals will be killed. It was already nine o'clock in the evening when Feng Jun returned from the Western Police Station to Wuxi County. Thirty hours had passed since he first learned about the whereabouts of the poachers. The long day's work made him very tired, but he still had one more thing to do. He walked into the office to write down the process it took to solve the case. The job of being a forest policeman could be best described in one word, which is hard. It's normal for us to stay up late or be summoned at night. Sometimes it takes several hours' work to find a witness or to investigate a case. Still, as a descendant of the forest workers, I have a strong feeling about the forest ever since I was a kid. We have grown up in the mountains and in the forest. Our love for the mountain can never be erased. When I see that every stretch of the forest is growing under the protection of the forest police, it feels as close as watching our children grow up. I find my life's pleasure in the mountains. Once I chose to be a forest ranger, no matter how hard the conditions, I have never regretted my choice of profession. Thank you, Wang Lei. China has more than 70,000 forest policemen, accounting for one thirtieth of the country's total number of policemen. And that's all for today's selfie. You're welcome to leave us comments on Facebook by searching for China Plus News. You can also download the China Plus app on your mobile phone to listen to our show selfie. I'm your host Tony Reid. We'll see you tomorrow.
This has been a China Plus production. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you have any comments about the episodes, just send us an email: podcast at cri dot com dot cn. Podcast at cri dot com dot cn. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at China Plus News. China China Plus.